This thing is on. Now can you hear me? Yes. Repent. It's a great blessing to be here. This is the place where I was ordained. This is a place very special to my family. And as one of the students said as we came in, you, you now you feel like you've gone to heaven when you enter this building. I want to thank Father Mark for his generous invitation to, to be here and to celebrate with him. Uh, it's been a, a wonderful few days to be with college students from all over Texas, Louisiana, and Oklahoma. Um, so we brought a number from Louisiana Tech University, where I am now. And uh, I guess most of them have never been in such a beautiful church as this. So to those who are not Orthodox yet, I would say you've heard the gospel twice now. Well, of course, you might not have understood the first time around, but now you've got it, OK? And you got to hear it in its original, so that's a beautiful thing. You know, um, for those who are in the Greek school, some of the acolytes today who are young, just remember that St. John the Evangelist was only about 12 or 13 when this gospel event took place. So it's a wonderful thing to see young people growing in their faith and in their anticipation of things they're going to do. And it's been a blessing to me in retirement to, to get to teach college students and see how eager they are to do new things. Uh, they just don't know very much yet, but they don't know that, right? So it's great to be old. But I noticed that St. John didn't write his gospel till he was nearly 80. So there's some advantages to being old. Now, getting old, I have to say to these students, is, is not for the weak. It's, uh, it's tough to get old. So, for example, I can't remember my own name. And, you know, you go around looking for your glasses, but you're wearing them. <laughs> Has anybody had that experience? So, on the one hand, I'm glad to be older and get to, to see so many wonderful things take place over the years. For example, this iconography. On the other hand, it's good to be around young people and see their eagerness. But we have to be aware that today we're living in a very, very scary sort of time. I think it's much harder for young people today than it was when I was their age. I only had to worry about getting drafted for Vietnam. And then I was, and now it's over. So <laughs> that's done. But today we're looking at all sorts of awful things and we pray for that. But now to the gospel today. I noticed that this is one of the few times in the gospels where Jesus seems irritated with his own disciples, right? He's been on the mountain of transfiguration and he comes down and he's already sent them out two by two and they already had the power to deliver people from demons, but they were just saying, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to do that. And I think part of the problem that Jesus had with them was they were very comfortable doing what they were doing. They could follow him around. Not, not too much was going on, and he would take care of all the bad things. So that's the first thing we should notice, that we get too comfortable in our churches. We should be without anxiety 
but that's not the same as getting too comfortable. Too comfortable means we wait for the Lord to do everything and we say, oh, I don't know. He'll, I'm sure he'll, you know, go somewhere else where they do that. Now I have to say that in my earlier life, before we lived in China, I wasn't really sure if things like what we saw in the gospel today really happened. And a lot of our English Bibles say that Jesus healed a guy who had an epileptic seizure. I want you to notice that he did not have an epileptic seizure. He was not an epileptic. If he had been an epileptic, Jesus would have just said, you're healed. So the discernment was that this was possession. Having lived in, in Asia, I saw it many times there, I remember a, a Chinese bishop in Chicago who said, you know, you guys in America live with demons all the time. You just don't see them. And you don't notice that's what's going on. So delivering people from demons is something you must do if you're going to be a missionary in most of the world today. It, you have to do it here. It's just that we don't usually notice that's what's going on. So I want to say that the first important thing is don't be too comfortable. And the second thing is to pray for discernment to know what it is you're seeing when things happen in front of you. It's one thing to be ill. It's quite a different thing to have some form of possession. I don't know if you've seen in this parish, but I will tell you, probably demons recognize if you've been around a little bit. So I baptize people when the formula that we say out in the narthex, be gone and do not return. Then the person threw up. We did that three times. Even children, because the spirits of the world that are evil recognize the voice of the Lord, and they have to obey it. So that's not to scare you, but just to say that we have been given the power to do things we don't often recognize we have the power to do. So the, don't be too comfortable. Pray for the gift of discernment so that we know what is happening. And I, I think, finally, the most important part is to continually pray to receive the, the Holy Spirit and be guided to those who come seeking help. You notice that the man said to Jesus, if you can. And that was an interesting remark because Jesus says, if you can. <laughs> Now, the disciples should have known better, but this, this man was desperate. And I think many times we actually pray the same way. We say to God, well, look, if, if you can do this, that's not very faithful, is it? And sometimes we say, well, if you will do this. Some, some people came to Jesus and said, if you will, you can heal. Of course he will. One of the things about getting older is you recognize he won't always do it the way I want him to do it. And that's because when we're young, we like to be in control of stuff because otherwise we get worried. So, you know, students are terrified that they won't pass and teachers are terrified they'll get a bad evaluation. <laughs> Priests are terrified somebody's going to call the bishop. Why do we live like that? 
The beautiful thing about my age is I don't care anymore. Do you ever feel that? I worship the big God. He'll take care of things. Not always the way I want it, but sometimes immediately. Sometimes in ways that absolutely are stunning and amazing. So as we go through the liturgy today, we, we receive the, very, the body and blood of Christ. A mystery, a miracle. I don't know how that works. Probably when I was young, I thought I could explain that. I know we can't now. But we receive it by faith. And we give thanks. And we want to go out like the disciples, knowing that with us is not only the gospel, the good news of new life, raising from the dead, cleansing of sins, that we don't have to worry about things anymore, but also the power to bring healing and comfort of all kinds. Don't let us ever say, well, I'm not a priest, the priests do that. Or somebody else says that. I one time had a healing in a church, and I thought people would, you know, get on, go on their knees. Oh my gosh, what did I just see? They didn't. One lady said if we wanted to be Pentecostals, we'd been Pentecostals. <clears throat> Golly. So let's remember that the fullness of the power of God dwells in you. People will come through that door seeking it. Let's be prepared to, to say in humility, I'm not sure what God is going to do. I'm going to ask because our God is faithful and he will answer our prayers. Just as we prayed today for those who are in distress, I, I like that we pray about necessity because, you know, the Greeks and Romans believe that everything in your life is predetermined. You can't do anything about it. But we know better, don't we? We're delivered from all necessity and therefore from all anxiety. So God bless you today and God bless the Greek school students and the college students that have been at the OCF retreat. It's been a wonderful, wonderful experience just to be with you and to hear this fantastic choir and your, your prayers. God bless you and thank you.